With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. And welcome into the podcast dojo. Not your normal run-of-the-mill podcast. No, no, no. It's the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio as we are back at it for another weekend. And uh, Danny... This being Friday, there's only one thing we need to do here, right? Anytime. All right, we strike up the band right now. Here we go. Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Maller Mayhem? It's time now. The Benny versus the Penny. All right, so now before we look ahead, we must look back. We're going to get to the Week 5 card. Every game on Sunday, every game on uh, the entire weekend, Sunday night, Monday, you name it, handicapping of NFL games for the regular guy, crunching the numbers. And the way this works, we've been doing this on radio and podcasting for many, many years. It is man versus inanimate object. Who will pick more winners? And Danny is the keeper of the penny, and we'll flip the penny up for every single game. But we must look back first because I have people monitoring this. Rob in Vegas, David in Florida with Roscoe the Parrot, and others, and they are keeping close track of how I am doing here. They are monitoring my picks versus the penny. So in week number four, looking back against the spread, I had a middling week. Uh, I had a couple of games go the wrong direction. I had a couple of pushes. And so I ended up with a winning week. If you had bet every game, the same amount on every game, you would have won a couple of shekels. Uh, I was eight, six, and two against the spread. We got to do better than that. That's not good enough. Eight, six, and two is not good enough. Uh, But a 571 winning percentage. The penny, second consecutive losing week for the penny as the penny went seven, eight, and one against the number. So that's a 467 winning percentage. Overall, Danny, if you look at the numbers, Benny versus the penny this year, the penny 
has a losing record, had a terrible week three, was actually doing pretty well the first two weeks. The last couple of weeks have gone sideways. So the penny is five games under 500, 29, 34, and one. That is a 460 winning percentage. And uh, yours truly, uh, Mr. Gas Baggery over here, uh, I have a winning record, 35, 27, and two. That is a 565 winning percentage. So that's that's good. We could do better. There are some games that we we lost. We were at Heartbreak Hotel in some of these games. And remember, there's this magic number, this magic percentage that you have to hit in order to make money betting on sports. And right now we are ahead of that. Uh, and so hopefully we will continue doing that. Uh, but the penny, what's going on with the penny here? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess there's a good reason why the penny has been hiding out in my garage. Yeah, in shame, right? Head down, tail between the legs, the whole thing. Now, the, the magic number, if you want to win money as a sports better, betting on, on the NFL or anything for that matter, but you have to hit more than 52.4% of your bets to make money. And so right now I'm at 56, uh, 56%. So we're ahead of where we need to be, but we got to keep going. We got to keep building Danny. I got to keep you. You got the penny uh, to, to worry about. Let the penny cook. <laughs> this penny's doing about as good as the Broncos head coach and Russell Wilson. Yeah. Not, uh, not a pretty situation. All right, let's get right to it. We're going to start. We have another London game to kick off the festivities here in week five. And a refresher course, if you're new to the, the Benny versus the Penny bit, Danny is the keeper of the pennies, we said. Home team is heads. The road team is tails. Is that correct, Danny? Yes, sir. All right, because you travel with your tail. You sit in your behind on planes, trains, and automobiles. And when you're at home, you just use your head. All right, so first game up from London, it is the New York Giants, 3-1 and one at the uh, Packers or versus the Packers because it's a neutral site game. Also three and one this game in London on the NFL network. They just left Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez in London. They called the game last Sunday in London. They're back at it again. The Packers opened up uh, a sizable favorite, uh, an eight point favorite. I've seen this line up at nine. It's back down to eight right now as we are doing Benny versus the penny. The handle on this game, over 80% in favor of Green Bay. Sunny temperatures in the 60s in London as they will play yet again. Same location as last week. The Giants, over the recent years, when they've had to travel a long distance, typically to the West Coast, they don't usually go to London, but they have played there before. The Giants, last 15 games against the spread, 2-13 and 13 when traveling 2,000 miles or more. That's an interesting trend. Also, the Giants, though, are averaging 5.7 yards per rush attempt. That's second best in the NFL. And Daniel Jones, who is expected to start this game, 7-3 and three against the spread the Giants are in his last 10 starts. The Giants going against a Green Bay team here that does not have a particularly great run defense. I'm going to take the Giants in this game. Daniel Jones has a sprained ankle. He's going to start the game. How much mobility he has, we don't know. But Saquon Barkley should be able to get some chunk plays as the game goes on against Green Bay. 
And the Packers just don't have the wow factor for me. They barely got by Bailey Zappi and the Patriots last week. Their offense is blah. They're not going to win many games by wide margins here. And the Giants have shown that they're a scrappy team. You got all those variables mixed in. The first London trip for the Packers. I say Green Bay wins this game, but it's a nip and tuck game. Packers 23 and the Giants 20. Giants on the right side for the wager. And we have a disagreement right off the bat. The penny has a cheese head on it. That's a lot of points to lay, though, with a team that's lacking at the wide receiver position. Uh, Next up, Seattle 2-2 at New Orleans. 1-3. It's on Fox with Brandon Godden and Matt Millen. They have the call. The line opened up the Saints by six. The line has stayed the same. New Orleans a six-point favorite in this game, and the handle, uh, 60% of the cash is on the side of the Seahawks at the Superdome, so weather's not a factor. Check this out. The Seahawks are 5-2 and two, their last seven games with Geno Smith under center, and New Orleans has been a terrible bet at home in the Dome. Remember, they never lost there. Last 10 games from a gambling perspective, which is what we care about here, New Orleans just three and seven against the spread at the Superdome, their last 10. And uh, they've averaged eight and a half penalties per game. That is second worst of the Saints in the NFL. Seattle's not much better. They're 30th in the NFL in penalties. So this is going to be a mistake filled game. Both teams are undisciplined, both teams are lacking. The Seahawks, though, are the pick. I'm going to take Seattle. I realize that's a mis- that's probably going to br- – I'm going to get burned by this, but I don't trust the Saints. And I- Geno Smith has been playing good uh, good football. He's made a deal with the devil here. He said what now? And right now he's the best quarterback in this game. Jameis Winston still hurt. Maybe he plays, maybe not. Otherwise, it's Andy Dalton. Michael Thomas, the star receivers hurt. New Orleans is getting some guys back. But the Seahawks have shown that they can they can put some points up. Last week was a, a weird situation because they played the Lions, and the Lions are a uh, a team that could not stop the Fox Sports Radio football squad on Thanksgiving. But I'm going to take the Saints to win this game, but I think Seattle will hang around, hang around, hang around. So Saints 24, Seahawks 20, Seattle the right side of the bet. The penny does not like you this morning. It is going with the Saints. All right, so the penny marching in to the loss column there with New Orleans. Uh, Next up, Houston, 0-3-1 at Jacksonville. The Jags coming off that loss to Philly. They're 2-2. It's on CBS with Spiro Ditas and Jay Feely. And this is a line that has Jacksonville favored by seven. They opened as a seven-point favorite. They're still favored by seven. And it appears to be one of those games where they're just handing out free money because the, the number on this, the amount of cash, the percentage of cash on Jacksonville, 90, over 90% of the money, it's like a, a, a weird mirror, the reflection on that. 90%, 94% on Jacksonville at TIAA Bankfield. Sunny and temperatures in the low 80s in Jacksonville. 
at kickoff. Houston, they've got a bye coming up. They've been very good over the years before a bye with various coaches, seven and two, their last nine before the bye. Davis Mills, although not very good statistically, the Texans are seven and three against the spread, his last 10 starts. And Jacksonville, I know they're better now, but they've lost eight consecutive games to Houston straight up and are just two and six against the uh, the uh, the team from Houston uh, over the last few years. So it's been really lopsided. It's not like the Texans have had great teams in recent years. They've they've been full of flatulence uh, themselves. Uh, I'm going to take the Texans in this game. That's the pick. The Texans have yet to really get anything right on offense other than Damon Pierce, the running back, who's pretty good. He had a big run last week against the Chargers. I think it was a 75 yard touchdown scamper, but he's the stud of the offense. Davis Mills has to snap out of the funk and he, he just got to cut down he, the interceptions here. He's had four of them the last three weeks. The Jags have their own issues though. Trevor Lawrence fumbled four times in the rain last week. I just think this is going to be a competitive game. I always love getting a touchdown or more in a divisional game. The line, as we look at it right now is seven. That's a rule of thumb. So another one of these games where I think the the team wins but doesn't cover the spread. So I'll take Jacksonville 23, the Texans 17, and Houston the right side of the bet. And finally in agreement, the Penny also going with the Texans. All right, so the Penny on my side and my deepest sympathy to the Penny there because that'll probably be a game I lose now because the Penny's on the side of me. Uh, next up, Pittsburgh one and three at Buffalo three and one. It's on CBS. What a rocky road it has been for the Steelers. Jim Nance and Tony Romo have the call. Why? Because the Steelers bring ratings no matter how big of a white hot tire fire they are people watch the Steelers and the Cowboys Pittsburgh certainly looks like they're on vacation right now or they they need to take a vacation the Bills opened up a 13 and a half point favorite and they're getting the embalming fluid ready for the Steelers so the Bills are a 14 point favorite there's a massive line in the NFL, the amount of money, 60% or so on the Bills, which is a lot considering the point spread and temperatures in the 50s at kickoff at High Mark Stadium here in early October. Some of the trends on this, the Pittsburgh Steelers as a road underdog are 14-9 and nine, their last 23 games as a road underdog. But Mike Tomlin historically 20 games over 500 as a road dog uh, all time going back to the good old days in Pittsburgh. Many people taking a wait and see attitude on this Buffalo. They've been very good against teams that have a losing record eight and two against the spread. I want to take the Steelers in this game. That's the pick. And the, the bills are coming off back to back tough games. Uh, they played the Dolphins and the Ravens. Those were big early season games for them. And this is a game that they can sleepwalk through and still win. And I believe up ahead on the horizon is a date with the Kansas City Chiefs. That is going to be must-see TV. 
for Buffalo and Kansas City, a rematch of that classic playoff duel from last week. Now, the main reason to bet against the Steelers would be Kenny Pickett. But I say no. He's going to make his first start here. He got tossed into the fray against the Jets. People are saying he threw three interceptions, but that just tells you they didn't watch the game because two of those interceptions were tip passes off wide receivers' hands for Pittsburgh. Hands on balls. You got to catch those balls. And the last one was a Hail Mary at the end of the game. So I'm hoping for some beginner's luck here. And again, I, I'm going to go against the great unwashed that think the Bills are just going to show up and win 41 to 10. And maybe that'll happen. I'll look like a complete donkey here. But Pittsburgh, I know they're going to work like a bunch of mules under Mike Tomlin. So I'll take them to hang around and get a backdoor cover here. Bills 28. And the Steelers, 16, the final. And the penny says Pickett is the perfect name for the Steelers' new QB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this copper is part of the mafia. No, there'll be a Pickett fence around Pittsburgh because of Kenny Pickett. Wrong. Hometown kid from college to the NFL. Coasting along. All right, next up. As we continue our exclusive Benny versus the Penny coverage right here, only on the podcast, tell a friend every NFL game Sunday and Monday, we handicap them. We give you our opinion. We tell you why we think the teams are going to win. You know, the deal here. So let's go to it next up Atlanta two and two at Tampa Bay two and two. It's on Fox with Joe Davis and Daryl Moose Johnson, Joe Davis, Dodger guy, Moose Johnson, the old cowboy. The Bucs opened up an eight-point favorite. They are favored by nine, nine in this game, and the handle a slight lean to the Falcons. Temperatures in the mid-80s at Raymond James Stadium and sunny at kickoff. Tampa is 9-1 and one against the spread. Their last 10 with Tom Brady starting against the Falcons. So Tampa Bay has done very well uh, as they've dominated here. And the Falcons are still pigeonholed as a bad team, even though they're two and two. But from a gambling standpoint, there's been value here. And, and you're you're barking up the wrong tree if you think I'm not going to take the value. Atlanta, eight and two against the spread, their last 10 under Arthur Smith. And uh, five and two against the spread, their last uh, seven overall. The pick is the Falcons, even with Cordero Patterson out to start running back, he's gone. And he'll, he's on injured reserve. But the Falcons, they're, they're not going to get down in the fetal position here. Next man up, do your job. They've shown some gumption of late. And the Buccaneers still have some issues. And last week, Tom Brady had a great stat line. And everyone got all excited. But you never really got the feeling that the Chiefs were in any danger of losing that particular game. And the defense for the Bucs was all over the place. So who the heck knows who's going to show up? Tom Brady missed practice this week. He's got some nagging injuries. And I'm looking around here, and I'm like, wait a minute. I got an Atlanta team that's not terrible. They're average. At, really, I don't think they're great, but they're average. And you're getting over a touchdown against a Tampa team that's I'm not, I'm not all in on. I'm not all in on, on Tampa Bay. This is not a whipsaw situation. So anytime I get over a touchdown in these divisional games, I always take them or I don't bet them. And we bet every game on Benny versus the Penny. So I will take 
The Atlanta Falcons plus nine, getting almost double digit points here with the Dirty Birds. Bucks 27, Falcons 22. The backdoor cover on this one as well. And the penny says, don't give Brady any extra chips for his shoulder. Going with the Bucks. Yeah, well, now Brady doesn't have to worry about where to put his wedding ring anymore, right? Because he doesn't have to worry about that. He's he's done with that. He's checked out, right? Yes. Well, it's not final yet. It's not final, but they've hired the lawyers. If I, and Giselle was without the ring this week, so. Yeah, well, whenever a divorce attorney is involved, bet that Tom Brady's going to be extra pissed off. Yeah, well, bet that that the winner of this will be the divorce lawyer. They're the ones that are going to win right? in a blaze of glory. Yeah. The real winner of any of these bets. Yes. Uh, no matter whether you win your case or not, the attorney will win. Guaranteed. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, next up, Chicago 2-2 two and two at Minnesota 3-1. and one. It's on Fox with Adam Amin and Mark Schlereth. The Bears still trying to chase rainbows with their their offense. What a hot mess this is. And the Vikings opened up a six and a half point favorite, and they are favored by seven. I had to do a double take on this one also. The numbers that we have, over 90% of the money is on Minnesota. Another one of these games, free money, free money. Just show up, get the money at U.S. Bank Stadium. The temperature around the 60s, but it's, it's, it's in a dome, so who cares? It doesn't matter what the temperature is outside. The Bears, their last 10 games with Justin Fields, the former Ohio State Buckeye at quarterback, are 2-8 and eight against the spread. They are going the wrong direction. They're in quicksand right now. The Bears, 4-11, and 11, their last 15 games against teams that have a winning record. Frankly speaking, that blows. But Minnesota... If you look at some of the trends for the Vikings here, I'm going to touch a raw nerve with my guys in the Twin Cities, but the the Vikings have not exactly been God's gift to football when they've been playing at home. They're 10-15, last 25 games with Kirk Cousins against the spread at home. And as a home favorite since 2018, 
the Vikings have a losing record as a home favorite uh, against the spread. They've had a losing record. So against my better judgment, even though I believe that this offense should be taken to euthanasia, I'm going to take the Bears here. The pick is the Bears. Justin Fields running a 1940s-style offense. The Bears coaching staff doesn't trust him. They don't even try to throw the ball all that much. The only thing the Bears can do is run the ball. Is that going to be enough to hang around? The Vikings are coming back from London. They're bouncing off the walls here. It's a a, a weird situation in this game as well. Minnesota has a habit of playing down to the competition. Chicago is a trash team. But, you know, there's big value in trash. There is massive value in trash. Waste management. You've heard of that company, right, Danny? Waste management? Oh, of course. I saw an ad that they were hiring. There were, well, we work in the trash business. They're worth $15 billion. And all they do is pe- pick up people's trash. So they can, you can live happily ever after with trash, betting on trash. So I'm counting on the Bears running game. And also there's a, a couple of things that they've done, they've done all right on defense. And I just mainly don't trust the Vikings that they should win this game by 30 points. They will win the game, but the Bears are going to hang around. It's a divisional game. Again, what do I always say? Divisional games. When you get a touchdown or more, you don't ask a lot of questions. You refrain from spending too much time looking at the numbers here, and you take the team that's the dog, and that's what I'm doing here. Vikings 26, Bears 20, the final. The penny agrees with you. Take in Chicago. Vikings are still hungover from too much tea. Holy cow, that's uh, both of us picking the Bears with that terrible 1940s offense. All right, next up, Tennessee at Washington. Titans come in two and two, and the team formerly known as the Redskins, one and three. It's on CBS with Andrew Catalan and the old Green Bay Packer and Raider James Lofton have the call. This game opened up a pick and the Tennessee Titans are a, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Two and a half point fair. And the, the money on this, the handle over 70% last we checked with the Tennessee Titans temperatures in the fifties, clear conditions in Landover, Maryland at FedEx field. When they kick this game off, some of the numbers here, Tennessee historically has been a terrible team on the road before a buy They're one in nine, one in nine before a buy the last 10 times. That's, that's a pretty strong trend. And the Titans are seven and eight against the spread. Their last 15 games overall under the Mike Vrabel regime. So they got off that great start last year. The stars have not aligned in a, in, in a, in a while. Last week, they got the win against the Colts. I loved the Titans last week. I don't love the Titans this week. I just mildly like the Titans, but it's more a bet against the opposition. So I'm going to take the Titans as a small road favorite against the uglies from Washington. There's no way I can invest in the commandos the way they are playing right now. It's a bad product. Carson Wentz is the Titanic after the iceberg. Back away. Back away. The first two weeks of the season, Carson Wentz had seven touchdowns and three interceptions, a passer rating of 100. So you're like, okay, maybe we've got something here. The last two weeks, Carson Wentz, one touchdown, two interceptions, passer rating below 65. 
the artistic license of a finger painting uh, by a kindergartner with finger paint and uh, just a terrible numbers across the board, averaging less than five yards per pass attempt. So this is more of a bet against the commanders again. I don't love the Titans here. Derrick Henry will get some yards and Tannehill's blah, whatever. But Tennessee 24, Washington 16 with several more Carson Wentz turnovers delivered right to the front door. The penny letting it all hang out with the commandos. All right, so we disagree on that game. Another disagreement. Boy, the way this is going right now, one of us is going to be doing very well, and the other one will be like, what the hell happened? Effective immediately. All right, next up, Miami. Three and one at the Jets. Two and two. An AFC East battle royale. Kevin Harlan and Trent Green have the call on CBS. And the line on this game, the Dolphins, the early line, they were favored by six points. And then with the injury news to Miami, 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 the line is down to three. Dolphins, a three-point road favorite. And they lost. We know last week, Thursday night football against the Bengals. The whole kit and caboodle went away with Tua getting hurt. Temperatures in the low 60s and sunny in Jersey at MetLife Stadium to start this game. Miami, 6-1 and one against the spread, their last seven against the Jets. And the Jets, as a home dog, are just 1-6 against the spread, their last seven. So those are some of the trends. And I, I'm going to go against something I said a couple weeks ago. I'm never going to bet on the Jets again, blah, blah, blah. I bet on them last week. I was happy with that. And I actually like the Jets again this week. It's another one of those games everyone thinks they just Miami shows up and they're a wagon and they're going to win this game and all that stuff. The defense of the Dolphins is not that particularly great. And I don't know what to make of Teddy Bridgewater. He's a guy, the more he's played over the years, the more he gets out there, the less impressive he looks. He's got some good skill players with the Dolphins. Just feed him the ball and he'll be okay. You figure, get Tyreek, kill the ball, waddle the ball. But this is a free money game. The, the Jets have shown some fight here. This line scares me some. I was expecting the Dolphins to be favored by more. I'd like the Jets a whole lot more if the line was higher. It is not. I uh, would like, to, like this game a lot, as I said, under that scenario. But I, I do believe the Jets are actually going to win the game. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, Jets 24, Dolphins 21, the final. And the penny says, out of your mind, uh, going with the Dolphins. Another <laughs> disagreement. All right. It's the weekend of disagreement on Benny versus the penny. You're not rigging this, Danny. This is legitimate, right? We don't want to get in trouble. No, this is legit. Next up, the L.A. Chargers of Carson and Inglewood in the hood in Inglewood. And they're two and two. They take on Cleveland two and two on CBS with a man that hates sports talk radio, Greg Gumbel and Adam Archuleta. They have the call. The Chargers opened up a one point favorite. They got back in the win column last week against the Texans. Chargers now a three point favorite. A number of players still in limbo as we handicap this game right now. The handle a lean towards Cleveland with almost 65 percent taking the Browns. Sunny and temperatures in the 50s at First Energy Stadium 
in Ohio and the numbers on this game, the chargers, they've been very good in Sunday road games going back the last number of years. There are 10 games over 500. If you go back the last 50 and under Brandon Staley, they're six and four against the spread on the road. Uh, you go down the list here, Cleveland, just two and eight against the spread. Their last 10 at home on Sunday and four, 10 and one. Their last 15 home games in the Kevin Stefanski era. Jeez Louise, does that not sound particularly good as a gambler? 4-10-1 against the spread. So a lot to chew on, but trends tell you what has happened. They don't tell you what's going to happen. And I'm going to take the Browns here. I learned this watching boxing from many years back in the day. Old school boxing, fisticuffs, styles make fights. Styles make fights. And we love Justin Herbert, but Cleveland has an elite running game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The Chargers kryptonite has been stopping the run. They're 31st in the NFL, allowing 5.4 yards per carry. That ain't good. Uh, Cleveland, what do they got? They got the Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt, and they also are supposed to get Miles Garrett back this week for that defense, which should give heartburn to Justin Herbert, the quarterback. Back-to-back road games for the Chargers. The Browns as a home dog. Browns 27 and the Chargers 23, the final. Wow, this is legit, Benny. You can see the penny right here going with the Chargers. All right, so uh, Chargers, there we go. Another, Another disagreement. Either I'm going to have a great week or the penny's going to have a great week. And we'll figure that out when all these games are done. Next up, Detroit, one in three at New England, one in three. It's on Fox with Kenny Albert, a friend of the show. And he'll be hanging out with Jonathan Vilma as they have the call on Fox. The Patriots opened up a one and a half point favorite. They are the odds on favorite here at minus three. And here's here's a number that really upset me because I, I I like the game one direction and I saw where the money is and that always scares me. I hate being on the side of the money, but eighty over eighty five percent of the money is on the Patriots, the early cash, and Gillette Stadium. The scene here mostly sunny temperatures in the fifties as the Lions unleash that biblically bad defense. But they've been a great team for gamblers. Detroit eight and two against the spread. Their last ten. Games with Dan Campbell uh, as coach. They're 11 and four, their last 15 with Dan Campbell, eight and two with Jared Goff. The Lions coming off that soul crushing performance where they gave up 48 points to Geno Smith. 48 points. That's never happened since he was at West Virginia. 48 points. The Lions defense gave up. Uh, New England is six and one against the spread, their last seven when playing at home following. An overtime game. I'm taking the Patriots. I'm going against my better judgment here because of the amount of money that's all on New England. The Matt Patricia revenge game. The old Lions coach here with Bailey Zappi making his first ever start. Yeah, exactly. Well, Western Kentucky's Bailey Zappi. And if New England is going to be relevant, if they're going to have a chance, at a playoff situation, this is a must-win situation. 
Otherwise, you start thinking about, are they going to tank for the 2023 NFL draft? You start thinking about that. And the, the Lions defense, I call it a 7-11 defense because a lot of these guys will be working at 7-11 soon if they don't figure out how to tackle. I can't believe that 48 points. If you give up 48 points to Geno Smith, you should give up 24 points to Bailey Zappi. The Lions are bad in every phase of defensive football. They're giving up 5.6 yards per carry. 5.6 yards per carry. And I look at that, and I'm like, okay, well, even if Bailey Zappi doesn't do all that well. He seemed okay in you know, coming off the bench last week. We saw the game with, with Green Bay, and it came down to the very end of overtime. But I'm thinking the strategy here for the Patriots with the de facto offensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, and Bill Belichick is to just run, 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 and try to play keep away because the Lions have been able to move the ball with Jared Goff. So the Patriots have – a pretty good stable of running backs and they can rotate those backs in and get some yardage and run time off the clock and shorten the game and hand it off to Damon Harris and Ramondre Stevenson and go back and forth and back and forth and Patriots 24, the Lions 20, the final. And the Penny is a big fan of the R&B group, Roger and Zappy. Who? Also going with the Patriots. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, next up for us, we have the late television window now. And San Francisco, which actually plays in Santa Clara, the 49ers 2-2, two and two, the Panthers 1-3. and three. It's on CBS with Ian Eagle and Charles Davis. The 49ers opened up a five and a half point favorite. They are favored by six and a half, a road favorite by six and a half. The handle on this game, over 60% of the money is on the 49ers. They become a popular team based on the Monday night game. Sunny and in the 70s at Bank of America Stadium in downtown Charlotte. 
The 49ers have not done well against Carolina. The last 12 matchups over the years, three and nine against the spread. But the Niners have been straight cash homie with Jimmy Garoppolo starting. They're 11 and four, their last 15 games. That is a trolley ride into heaven. And 19 and nine, the last 28 road games for Garoppolo. However, I got, I got a number for everything here. The Niners, if you go back over the years, after playing on Monday Night Football, they are a sub-500 team the week after against the spread. There's seven games under since. Uh, if you go back to the last 25 games they've played in that situation, which goes back uh, since the beginning of this, this uh, period of time, the 2000s. Uh, Carolina, they have been morbidly bad at home. They're 2-13. and 13 against the spread, their last 15 at home, against teams that have a losing record. So they haven't even been able to to cover against teams that have a losing record. The 49ers are a 500 team, so they're not a losing team. Uh, I'm going to take the Panthers in this game. I, 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 I'll tell you why. The 49ers will be smelling themselves after beating the Rams on Monday Night Football. Now they have to go to the East Coast. They play a very unglamorous opponent in Carolina, a team that has had Baker Mayfield called out. The head coach, Matt Rule, is on life support. The Panthers do have a legitimate defense. They're ranked ninth in yards per play allowed, 12th in defensive passer rating, and fourth in red zone defense. The big bugaboo has been Baker Mayfield, who has sucked at a time you cannot suck. He's kept He keeps getting the passes batted down. He's turned the ball over. It's been a hot mess. I believe, though, this will be a low-scoring game. Carolina will be able to get a few field goals and hang around, hang around. Even when the Niners win, they don't usually put up that many points. 49ers 17 and the Panthers 12, the final, and Carolina gets the money. The penny says, don't boo Baker. Also going with the Panthers. No booing Baker. No booing Baker. All right, next. Well, he up. said he doesn't hear any of that, Ben. He doesn't care. I know exactly. But well, he also asked a reporter this week for advice on how to avoid having balls batted down at the line. And uh, I, I would say if he wears like high heels, maybe that would help. You know, get him up a little bit more. It's a, a height thing. Racist. Out. Yeah, it's a cheap shot. Uh, next up. This is a game that's got a little juice to it. Philadelphia 4-0 at Arizona 2-2. It's on Fox with Chris Myers and Robert Smith. The line opened up the Eagles by five despite playing on the road, and they are a five-point favorite still. The money's pretty even on this game. Nobody going one direction or the other. Sunny and 90 degrees at kickoff at State Farm Stadium, Philadelphia. Five and eight against the spread. Their last 13 with Jalen Hurts starting on the road. Uh, and check this out, though. Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals, last seven games at State Farm Stadium, their home stadium, they're 0-7 against the spread. And with Kyler Murray, little alligator arms Murray, they're 2-8 and eight their last 10 games at home. I very rarely take road favorites as a general rule doing Benny versus the penny over the years, but I like to pick my spots. This is one of those spots. Unless the Eagles go to Arizona and are just hanging out at a day spa, they should be fine. I'm going to take the Eagles here. 
And I'll tell you why. Jalen Hurts, he was mortal last week in the raindrops. We expect him to return to elite form this week in the climate-controlled environment of a dome in Arizona. The Eagles have so many ways they can attack that Cardinal defense, which is a middle-of-the-pack Cardinal defense. And, and they needed late heroics last week, Arizona did, to beat a bad Carolina team. They are blah and have been a bad home team here, as we said in recent years. So I love the Eagles' defense getting after uh, Kyler Murray, who's not very good himself. Eagles 27, Cardinals 17, the final. And the penny also going with the Eagles. Suddenly three agreements in a row here. All right, so things are calming down here on Benny versus the penny. But next up for us, a game I actually considered going to, Danny, and then I thought, you know what? I don't know that I want to watch this game in person after watching what happened on Monday night. Dallas 3-1 and one at the LA Rams, 2-2. Two and two. It's on Fox. Oh, you almost bet against your Rams last week. Yeah, well, uh, I, I did actually. Uh, Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson have the call here. The Rams opened up a seven-point favorite. A seven-point favorite. They are currently favored by four. And over 80%, 80% over of the money uh, in favor of the Cowboys. Sunny and 81 degrees at SoFi Stadium. Even though it's got a roof, the NFL says it's not a dome. Go figure. Uh, Mike McCarthy has, has uh, not had any success against Sean McVay. L.A. is 6-1 and one, their last seven games against Mike McCarthy coach teams. So that bodes well. The Rams are 9-1 and one, their last 10 games against the spread after a conference loss straight up. And I'm going to take the, the Rams in this game, and, and I'm, I'll tell you why. I, there's value in this because everyone thinks the Rams are now a peewee football team because of the way they played on Monday night. You're never as bad as you look, and you're never as good as you look. You're somewhere in the middle. I will agree. The blocking was atrocious. The tackling was embarrassing. And I expect a better performance this week. But Cooper Rush is he's, he's worse than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a game manager. Now, the thing that scares you here is Micah Parsons and that Cowboy defense. And uh, Matthew Stafford is one brain fart after another at quarterback. The Rams have nobody who can get any kind of separation other than one guy at wide receiver. And they've got one weapon. Right? Now, the, granted, that's a pretty good weapon. But you got to have a little more than that. That being said, the Cowboys have a pretty big matchup next week with Philadelphia, a key divisional game. Historically, they've not been that good playing the week before they play the Eagles. In fact, the last 10, they've got a losing record against the spread. So I will cover my eyes on this. I'll take the Rams as a small favorite at home to surprise the world, get back in the win column, and then – That'll clear the path, by the way, for Dakota Prescott to come back with a bang if the Cowboys do end up in the loss column this weekend. Rams 23 and the Cowboys 17, the final. And the penny is on the Cooper Rush bandwagon going with the Cowboys. All right, next up for a Sunday night Football, a little Sunday night football, Cincinnati, two and two at Baltimore, two and two. It's on NBC with Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. 
And the Ravens opened up a three and a half point favorite. They are a three point favorite right now as we speak. Most of the money is on the side of Baltimore, over 80% of the cash at M&T Bank Stadium. Clear skies, temperatures in the 50s at kickoff on Sunday night football. Cincinnati, as a road underdog, they have been they've been straight money. 18 and 7 their last 25 games against the spread as a road dog and 8 and 2 overall against the spread their last 10 on the road and what's going on with Baltimore? Baltimore has trailed for a total of 14 seconds and they've lost two games. That's it. 14 seconds but they've lost a bunch of games in a row at home here and with Lamar Jackson starting in his last 29 games at M&T Bank Stadium, Baltimore has a losing record against the spread. And that's what we care about as gamblers here. I'm on the Bengals. The Ravens are able to score. They will be able to score here, but they're unable to hold leads against teams that have halfway decent offenses. Baltimore's defense is 30th in the NFL. They will throttle down yet again, giving up 425 yards per game. The pass defense is 32nd in the NFL. So Joe Burrow's over there licking his chops. And the, the, the Bengals have been a little slow on offense. They expect more from that Cincinnati offense with Jamar Chase and whatnot. But Cincinnati's a team that's got a little extra rest. You like that? Bengals, 27. And the Ravens, 26, the final. And I hope that's good luck for you and the Penny Ben. It rolled off the table and landed on tails. Bengals. All right. So we agree on that. Another agreement. Last game up. Last game on the board. Monday night football. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. I know where Danny G will be. He'll be watching this game at home. Danny, or are you going to a sports bar? What's the plan here? I'm going to be at the studios when it first starts, so I'll probably have to run across the street to Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, so you can meet Danny G at Buffalo Wild Wings right across the street from the Fox Sports Radio Tire Track, uh, Tire Rack.com, Tire Track, Tire Rack.com studios there. The best rack in sports radio. That's right. Absolutely correct. All right, so Las Vegas 1-3, and three, Kansas City 3-1 and one on the Monday night football broadcast with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on ABC. And the line on this game, the Chiefs open a seven-point favorite. They are favored by seven. Another one of these games, everyone's all horny for the Chiefs now because they look so good against Tampa Bay last week. Over 90% of the money is on the Chiefs. Light rain, temperatures in the 60s at kickoff at Arrowhead Stadium. Andy Reid, 7-3 and three against the spread, his last 10 against the Raiders. And we know that the, the numbers are not good across the board for the Raiders against the Chiefs. They had that big win a couple of years ago when John Gruden did the victory lap around Arrowhead, and that was like the highlight since uh, since then and before then. Don't ask. Uh, Derek Carr, when he started against the Chiefs, the Raiders are 5-10 and 10 against the spread. Every trend says bet on the Chiefs, bet on the Chiefs, bet on the Chiefs, bet on the Chiefs, run away from the Raiders. So I'm taking the Raiders. This is a sandwich game for Kansas City, and you love the sandwich. No, I'm not going to choke on my meat. Munch, munch, munch. They played a primetime game with the Bucks last week. They have a massive made-for-TV game 
on deck, the Buffalo Bills in week number six, and the Raiders can sashay their way in here. I know it's a divisional opponent, but right now this is not a team you get up for. The Raiders are one and three. Derek Carr having some issues. The, the Raiders' red zone offense has been terrible. Kansas City also won both of last year's matchups by a combined score of 89-23. to 23. They absolutely kicked the snot out of the Raiders, but that's what happened last year. That doesn't mean it's going to happen this year. And that that part, you know, it scares you a little bit, but happened last year. But it's, these are different teams, different coaching staff with the Raiders. And so I'll, I'm going to puke up in my mouth a little bit, but I'm going to take your Raiders, Danny G, to hang around, hang around and claw a little bit, get the backdoor cover. Chiefs. 30 Raiders 24. So the Raiders, the right side of the bet and the penny picks. And I'm going to throw this penny back into the garage going with the chiefs there. All right. So the penny taking the chiefs. I am taking the Raiders, the seven. Thank you for having them not being blown out. Do you expect this to be a blowout, Danny? Be honest here. Actually, after seeing Josh Jacobs run the way he did last week, I think the Raiders can keep it close. Unfortunately, though, you're playing the Chiefs. You're not playing the Broncos. But but I do I, I do like the Raiders in this game. I think divisional game, usually these are pretty close. Last year, things got completely lopsided in favor of Kansas City. All right, we'll get out on that. That's every game against the number. If you like this, give us five stars on the podcast page right there where you download this. One star for you, one star for the penny. That's two stars. No, 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 no. It's, a, it's, it's five stars for me, no stars for the penny. Because the pennies had back-to-back losing weeks. Bad job by the penny. And tell a friend, if you got buddies of yours, you like gambling, and let them know about this. Say, hey, I got a little podcast you might want to listen to. Get a little knowledge on the NFL. But uh, we'll put the baby to bed, and we have a, a whole weekend of podcasts to come. Our normal fare will have the Life of Maller and Danny G podcast on Saturday and uh, coming up on Sunday, the mailbag. You can eat your heart out on that, and we will catch you next time. Asta pasta. Bye, Felicia. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at zerofoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.